Welcome to a Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. In this podcast, I talk through some of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings I've had as a college student in hopes of reminding you that you aren't alone, while providing insight to make your challenges easier to manage. I can't promise that I know everything, but I think that the beauty of this podcast comes from being genuine rather than being perfect. So sit back, relax, and get ready because things are about to get real. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Genuine Girl Podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode because I have a very special guest, Lisa from the Lisa Rants Podcast. Guys, if you have not checked out Lisa's podcast, I will have all of the information in the show notes, but her podcast is super awesome, super relatable, discussing all sorts of adulting topics. So Lisa is 25, she's in the working world, she's been a college student, like many of us. And today I brought her on because she has so much great advice and insight into this idea of showing up for yourself. So I'm going to get into it with Lisa about what showing up for yourself really means and how specifically we as college students can implement showing up for ourselves into our daily lives. I know for me, showing up for myself has been something I've struggled with for a while, especially in college, because there are so many different priorities, so many different things to juggle. And you would think that being at home during this whole quarantine situation would make showing up for myself a little bit easier. But for me, and I know for so many other people, sometimes it feels equally as hard. Even though we're not in that college environment, we have a lot going on in our world right now, and so it's still important to show up for ourselves, just as important, maybe even more important now than ever. Anyway, I think Lisa gives some great advice on this topic, so I'm not going to ramble on anymore. I'm just going to get into the interview, and I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Genuine Girl Podcast. Today I have a very special guest. I have Lisa here from the Lisa Rance Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. This is awesome. Of course. And I'm really excited for what we will be talking about today. We've been talking about this for quite a while now. The scheduling has gotten pretty crazy with everything going on in the world, but I feel like there's no better time than now to talk about it. Um, So today we are really going to be talking about what it means to show up for yourself. And I know I need to learn a lot from this. And Lisa, you can provide so much insight into this. Um, So before we get into any of that, though, I think it would help to just start with a little introduction of yourself. Maybe tell my audience a little bit about you, maybe where you're from, what you do, and just anything people should know about you. Okay, great. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. Um, I'm 25 years old, so I've been out of college for a few years now, so I've learned a lot. So I think this is awesome. So I can like speak. I wish I had someone. I wish I had me to talk to when I was in college (laughs) and like tell myself all the stuff I know now. But yeah, I'm 25 years old. I live in Boston um, and I have my own podcast and I work full time during the day in marketing and um, 
podcasting is like my side hobby and hustle. And my podcast really centers around, you know, the, like just adulting and kind of like, um, what young people need to know, like when they're growing up and moving into adulthood. And I talk about relationships, spirituality, self-development stuff that we'll touch on today. So yeah, it's really awesome. And I thought it would be great you know, to be on your podcast. So. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. And I think it's going to be really great to have your perspective since a lot of my audience is in college or early 20s, having mm-hmm. your perspective as someone who is now out of it and working and can kind of reflect <laughs> back during that time. It, okay. I think it's going to be a really helpful perspective to have. So thanks again yeah. for being on. Totally. Um, And so now kind of getting into the topic for today, I want to just start because when I say showing up for yourself, I know that can mean different things to different people. So just so we can all kind of have some sort of definition and somewhere to work off of, what does showing up for yourself mean to you? Yeah, so to me, showing up for yourself is really just another way of saying that you should love yourself and honor yourself. And showing up for yourself daily just means really putting your responsibilities and things that you do, that you do need to do for yourself first. You know, just putting yourself first, showing up for yourself every day in a way that you know is gonna make you feel good. Um, And I think this is something that people don't often, you know, prioritize is just showing up for themselves daily. And I, I'm really a huge believer in that you can create your own reality and your own lifestyles. And I think this is really important, especially whoever's listening, if they're in college, just, or just being a young adult in general, is that like, you know, we're so really, we're so busy and thinking about things about like trying to be maybe cool in college or caring more about our grades and just doing stuff for other people. And it's really important to just show up for yourself daily to be your best self so exactly I think that's a really great way to put it I think in college there's so much outside pressure you know to be a certain kind of person to get a certain GPA to work toward a certain degree a certain job but if you just focus on doing the best that you can do for yourself every day then you'll get there without even letting that pressure (laughs) build up and affect you too much. So I think that's great. And getting into college specifically, Mm. I, I would love to hear a little bit about your college experience and maybe how you went about showing up for yourself in college or maybe if it was hard for you, if you could kind of explain some of your challenges with that, just kind of what your mindset was around this whole concept of showing up for yourself when you were our age. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, college, you know, I had a good experience in college. I loved it. I had a lot of fun, but at the same time, um, you know, I went to school in a different state and I just met a lot of different people and I went to a really small private, like, Catholic high school and there was so little of us and then kind of being you know catapulted into this huge environment with all these people who I just felt like were cooler than me smarter than me you know a lot of insecurities came up when I was in college a ton and um so as much as I enjoyed college at the same time I don't think I was in the best place um you know maybe emotionally maybe with my mental health and 
it, it's stressful, you know, because I was trying so hard to get good grades and maintain friendships. And there's just so much you have to struggle with in college and juggle. And for me, I don't think I did such a good job with showing up for myself in college because I was just prioritizing every other thing except for me. Mm -hmm. And um, it's funny because I feel like only recently <laughs> at 25 years old have I been able to really understand what this means to show up for yourself and just feel better. Um, just going back, like I remember, you know, I, well, recently actually I was reading a journal that I wrote when I was in college, like junior year of college. And, you know, I just didn't feel confident. Um, I, I feel like I, I lacked a lot of self-worth and, you know, I just wasn't really honoring myself, doing things I needed to do for myself. And a lot of my insecurities could have been changed and just a lot of negative feelings I had just by showing up for myself daily. And um, so now, <laughs> you know, I wasn't able to really show up for myself in college, but I think if I had, things would have been a lot different. So I just want anyone listening to know that like you can change your life yourself and just start off doing it slowly, little by little every single day. So yeah, college definitely didn't do it, but now finally I'm learning. But if you can learn quicker than I did, that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think it's awesome though that you're being honest about that. And it can definitely be tricky to show up for yourself in college and for a lot of us, it's hard to even realize that we're not showing up for ourselves until, you know, we're out of the situation and it's almost too late. But at the same time, I don't think it's ever really too late to start showing up for yourself and um, to get into kind of how you've started showing up for yourself now. Was there like a breaking point in your life where you realized, oh my gosh, I'm not showing up for myself, that would solve a lot of my problems? Or is it just something you've kind of realized over time? Yeah, actually. So again, it, it didn't happen for me until a lot later, <laughs> you know, and it was actually right before I turned 25. And um, I was actually, like I said, looking back on an old journal of mine from college, and I realized oh my God, I still feel the same way. I feel like there hasn't been a lot of growth since my college years. And I was like, you know, at 25, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Why, why am I still stuck? And I feel like it's really common for a lot of people to feel stuck in their lives, not sure what direction they're going in. Why do I still feel this way? Why am I struggling maybe with anxiety or depression or things of that nature? And um, that is when I kind of, this is what I've coined a term into my quarter life crisis <laughs> when I turned 25. And I just, I took the steps personally. I actually just reached out to a um, spiritual coach, but you know, a counselor or a therapist is basically the same thing. But I reached out to someone just to talk to because I really couldn't make sense of how I was feeling. And, when, you know, speaking to my um, now spiritual coach that I realized I just wasn't showing up for myself every day, you know, and that could be, you know, if you're struggling with maybe your weight or not having good grades or your dating life, just anything or honestly, just self-care. That was the real thing for me that I had to first conquer is that, um, 
if you don't show up for yourself daily and really stick to maybe a routine, stick to your responsibilities, do things for yourself daily that make you feel good instead of trying to make everyone else around you happy or mm -hmm. make everyone else around you like you, that is where the true happiness comes from. And, you know, just showing up for yourself daily, making that to-do list, saying, okay, today I'm going to make sure that I work out. Today I'm going to eat clean. Today I'm going to just whatever it is that you need to do for yourself, meditate, whatever it is, that is what showing up for yourself is all about. And once you make those little tasks a really instrumental part of your day, of your routine, that is when your whole life will change. Yes, I love so much of what you just said. I think, first of all, when you said you reached out to someone just to talk, I think that can be so helpful sometimes and a lot of times it's underrated and some people look down upon it even but i think anyone you can talk to if you're struggling or going through something just having another perspective there and having someone else help you see like okay this is because maybe you're not taking care of yourself as much as you should be sometimes it does take another person for you to really realize that within yourself but at the same time once you do realize that yeah just like routine incorporating little things into your everyday I think that is super important and I think it's awesome that you've started to realize that and don't be ashamed for you know realizing <laughs> it at 25 because I feel yeah. it's a lot of people don't realize it until much later in life. And, you know, when you talk to them, it's like, wow, I don't, I don't want to be like that. And so the earlier you can start <laughs> practicing this, the better. So um, I think that's yeah. awesome. And I would love to kind of get into more, if you don't mind sharing, of maybe some specific things that you've been doing to show up for yourself in your everyday life. Like, do you have a set routine right now of things you do every day to kind of take care of yourself? Or what does that kind of look like for you? Yeah, so I just want to stress, though, that it's important if you're starting from a really low place, because I know people who are struggling um, with maybe anxiety or depression, they feel like they, they're just, they just feel so stuck. And there's people who really can't even get out of bed in the morning. So sometimes the um, topic of showing up for yourself can seem a bit daunting because it's like, oh, I just feel so low. I feel in a funk. You feel like you just, you can't do anything. So for me, I really started off small like really small baby steps. So one thing that I really started with was literally just making my bed every single morning, you know, like getting up. That's the first thing I did. Make my bed. My room looks clean. I already feel better. Like mm -hmm. I'm not worried about the traffic I'm going to hit. I'm not worried about what's going to happen at work. I just, it's my little thing. And I do it in the morning by myself, just make my bed. It looks cute and I feel good. So that's the first thing. So I was doing that every single day. Mm -hmm. Then I made sure that I was drinking my eight glasses of water every day like when i i'm telling you it started really really slow so this is just for people who are really just stuck they just don't feel great then i started i signed up for class pass and i was taking spin classes um i i try to work out three to four times a week but actually now in quarantine i'm working out every single day because mm -hmm. what else is there to do? <laughs> we got the time <laughs> and um I make sure that I read every night. I make sure to meditate. I Every night, like right before I go to bed, I get a notification on my phone for this app called Balance. 
and I literally just do a five minute meditation. Um, these are just little things that I implemented in my day to make sure that I show up as my best. Working out makes me feel amazing. Um, make sure that I look good every day, do my little skincare routine. Like every single thing that I do now, I have implemented daily into my life. And I go to bed and I wake up in such a better mental space because I'm not worried about, oh, I procrastinated on this. I procrastinated on that. Especially if you're in college, take time to set apart like certain times of your day. Okay, now I dedicate this time to studying. I dedicate this time to doing my papers every single day or, you know, whatever schedule you want to set up. But you really need to make it a part of your daily regimen to do these little tasks for yourself that you know are just going to make you feel better. Yeah, that is super true. I I feel like I've definitely struggled a little bit with this, especially when I first got to college, you know, and there's so much around you. It's like kind of crazy trying to balance everything, figure out what you want to do with your life. It's a lot. And I would find myself, and sometimes I still do because I tend to work a lot on school. Like I put a lot of time into studying and homework, which isn't bad, but sometimes I've let that become like all day. Like that's all I do all day. And then I kind of forget to like relax at the end of the night or, you know, just like you said, something small, like meditating at the end of the night, reading a book. Like sometimes I will just forget to do that. And I will not, it's like, I won't understand why I'm feeling so lousy, but then, you know, when you look back, it's like, well, (laughs) if you would have just implemented maybe a couple of small things into your routine, it could have totally changed things. And so I think it's good, especially that you emphasized you can start really small and that's okay. You don't have to make showing up for yourself some big, huge thing every day, (laughs) you know, um, Yeah, I think that's great. And um, I love that. Showing up for yourself can just be like not doing anything. <laughs> Very <laughs> you know, true. Yeah. Like so overwhelmed and busy. Showing up for yourself could just be taking that hour to sit on the couch and watch an episode of, I don't know, something, whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Anything, showing up for yourself is just honoring what you truly need to be your best self. Yeah. That's, that's so true. I think there's really no right or wrong way to show up for yourself as long as it's in a way that makes you feel good and, you know, makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself. So Mm. I guess for some people that could be, you know, watching their favorite Netflix show. For some people, it could be reading a book. I mean, doing nothing, Mm -hmm. like you said. Um, But I mean, do you, can you think of ways just so we can kind of get the other side of it too, of ways that like, are the opposite of showing up for yourself. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, what would someone be doing, maybe a college student in particular, that would not be doing something good for themselves or showing up for themselves? Hmm. So I think just honestly, what really comes to mind is just procrastination, right? (laughs) And I think that's something that when you're in college, it's totally a huge thing. And I think that, you know, of course, Maybe you want to go out on a Friday night or just whatever you want to do. You want to enjoy yourself. But at the same time, like I spent so much time in college, like focusing on the wrong thing. And then like on a Saturday morning, I would sleep in so late and, you know, like, you, you know, 
people like gain the freshman 15 because they're just not working out. They're not doing anything for themselves. And next thing you know, you're just like being really lazy. Maybe you don't feel good in your own skin anymore in your own body because you're just not, you're not working out. You're not, you're not studying. Maybe your grades are not as good as they could be. So I think procrastination in college is something that's really huge and it's important no matter what you're doing, you have to have that balance of work and play. Um, so for me, I think in college it would be good maybe to make it a regimen, maybe every single morning, you know, make a nice healthy breakfast for yourself, maybe go work out or something, or then maybe go to the library and just sit there and focus on a paper, even if it's not due for two weeks, just get it done early when you know you have time, fit it into your schedule. Um, I'm trying to think of other things for college students. Is there anything you personally struggle with that you feel like, oh, I could do better at like showing up for myself in this area? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I think, I don't know, for me, definitely, like I was saying, sometimes my classes, it's like, they get to be a little too much sometimes. And it's hard for me to take a break from school and being in that mindset of like, I have to get this paper done today. I have to like study for this test. I have to just do all of this academic stuff. And obviously, yes, that's what we're in school for. But mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes I just go throughout the day and it's like, I don't even know what I did to show up for myself because I was just sitting at my desk all day doing work. And I mean, I think that could apply to people in college and out of college working a full-time job. I think it's probably equally easy to get into that frame of mind where like you just work all day, especially like being in quarantine. I feel like people either have the tendency to like work, 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 and that's all they do, or they like procrastinate more. And so I think the times we're in right now just add a whole new layer of <laughs> struggle, I guess, to this whole idea. Yeah. I mean, just to speak to that, I think in that situation, I feel like showing up for yourself would honestly be saying, okay, I'm going to work on schoolwork from eight to 12 or, you know, whatever. And then being like, and then at this certain time, I'm going to stop. I have to stop no matter what. <laughs> You're just going to yep. get up from your computer, go for a walk, and just do something that makes you happy. You know, just really trying to block off certain times to make sure that you can check in with yourself and make sure that you're okay. You're not getting too overwhelmed with schoolwork because, and I feel like, especially right now, um, we all deserve a break. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard. I can't imagine having to do school right now online. It's not something that a lot of people, you know, can do very well. I know I wouldn't be able to do it super well. So just really making sure that you, you know, you prioritize schoolwork, of course, but at the same time, show up for yourself in other ways that are going to make you personally happy and just make sure that your mental health is in check. Yes, sure. exactly. I think it's just important to give yourself some grace and, you know, be okay if, if things are hard right now, especially like this is something none of us have ever gone through. And so I think now more than ever, it's just really important to make that time for yourself and give yourself grace with that. So I think that's really great advice. Um, I, I mean, everything you've said is awesome and it's giving me a great place to kind of start because I try to show up for myself, especially being home. I feel like 
I've really had to start making routines for myself every day. And like you were saying, it's really helpful to block off certain times every day. And I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like a lot of times the night before I'll just write out in my planner things I need to get done the next day, like for school, but then also kind of things for myself. Like I've been working out in my backyard every morning. I've been going outside to take walks in the afternoon. Like I think getting outside can be really helpful when we're (laughs) cooped up if we can get outside. Um, And just like taking breaks is key, but it helps me a lot if I like write it down somewhere or just, you know, have it, scheduled have it planned I guess instead of just thinking oh I'll I'll do that sometime <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense <laughs> so you actually just remind me of a really great way that I actually started myself as well I forgot to mention this but I actually do love writing down to-do lists as well it's such a great way for me to I don't know just something about checking something off of a to-do list is just an amazing feeling mm-hmm. so just to even start off anyone listening to start off like showing up for yourself it's really important to be really clear on you know who you are and what you want what you want out of your life what you want to accomplish and just being clear on your goals right so i think a great way to start is if you just want to like we just said make a to-do list but also one of the things that my um my spiritual coach had me do was that she wanted me to write down just three goals every single day that i that i just needed to do no matter what i was going to show up for myself and complete these three goals every single day And, um, you know, it could be working out, it could be, you know, reaching out to people for my podcast, anything like that. So I write down these three goals and every day I would like, it was very important for me to accomplish these three goals. And at the end of the week, what you want to do is look at your list for the whole week. And if you were able to check off all the three things for the full week, then you had to go to someone that you trust or admired. So I would go to my mom and I'd be like, hey mom, (laughs) I accomplished everything on my goals list this week. And she'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing, congratulations. And that really, I know it sounds kind of cheesy maybe, but it made me feel so good, right? And it made me feel like, okay, I did it and like I can keep doing this. And that's what really sparks that happiness and motivation to just keep going. And then you're able to, she actually wanted me to reward myself afterwards. Like, so on like a Saturday night, I would go get like some crazy dessert or like maybe an expensive dinner or something just to reward myself for, for really showing up for myself that full week and doing every single thing that I needed and wanted to do. Um, So I feel like that's really a great way to start. And I know for me, it really made me feel good to visually see like, Hey, Lisa, you accomplished all your goals this week your mom's proud of you (laughs) and we're going to keep this momentum going. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I think that's a really great tip to start. And especially, you know, not only crossing off the goals every day as you complete them, that has to feel good. But then, you know, at the end of the week, having that to look forward to, like going to tell someone you trust and love and seeing their reaction, that probably just makes you feel even better. And so having the support from other people, I think is definitely a big thing too and so I feel like anyone that you can find in your life who can support you through this time and through you trying to really show up for yourself I think that can be really beneficial to have someone else because it's hard to do it all on your own sometimes (laughs) it's nice to have the support from others so 
Yeah. And I think really we're all going through this together. So <laughs> everybody's mm-hmm. struggling with it in some way. So I think it's just important to remember, like, even if people seem to have their life perfectly figured out, like everyone, you know, is struggling with something and, you know, some form of showing up for themselves. It's not an easy thing to do, but I think you've been doing a great job of it. And I love hearing these tips. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And I think community is really important, especially if you're not someone who usually shows up for themselves or maybe you struggle to show up for yourself daily. Um, I think community is super important. Just maybe like joining different Facebook groups with people who are trying to do the same things as you. Like I know I'm in like a lot of podcasting groups. I I hold myself, it helps me hold myself accountable, like uploading episodes every week, you know, even just like reaching out to you was one of my goals one time. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to fill out this form and like, see what happens. Just really engaging in my podcast, my fitness, my mental health, everything that just makes me really happy. And now look, I'm on your podcast. I met you, you know, so many good things can happen once you really just start showing up for yourself and doing things that you procrastinate on and maybe just forget about. It really makes a difference. Oh, for sure. And you never know where things can lead. I'm so glad we've gotten to meet each other, have this conversation. It's inspiring me so much now. I'm like, I just got to go show up for myself. Like, for the rest of the day. I mean, maybe because it's Friday too, and I don't really want to do work, but (laughs) anyway, no, I think that's awesome. And I guess just to kind of close off here, you've given such great advice to everyone really, but college students in particular for how to start showing up for themselves in their daily life. Um, Is there like one piece of advice out of everything you just gave that you feel is the most important for people to walk away with? Like if people didn't hear anything else we just said, what is one thing you'd want them to hear? I'm going to tell your audience basically what I wish someone would have told me. And basically that I have full control over my life and any kind of funk that I'm in, any rut that I'm in, if I just feel really stuck in my life and that I don't have any direction, I can make little small steps every day to improve that. You know, your life is in your hands. Just show up for yourself daily and just see what a difference it can make. I promise you that you won't regret it. Yes, I love it. Such great advice. And thank you again, Lisa, for being on the podcast. Before we go, do you want to promote your podcast, social media? Where can people find you? Oh, thank you so much. And I just want to say, I really love what you're doing. I love this podcast and I'm just so glad that I met you and you're just such a bright light. So I just want to thank you again. But um, yeah, so my podcast is the Lisa Rance podcast. Um, find it on Spotify and the Apple podcast app. And yeah, I hope you yes. guys check it out. <laughs> yes, go check it out, guys. It's awesome. With that, we'll close off here. Thanks again, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Genuine Girl. If you liked it, I'd really appreciate a rating or a review on whichever platform you're listening. They make such a big difference by helping A Genuine Girl reach even more people. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. You'll stay up to date with everything going on with the brand. Have a great week and until next time, stay genuine, girl.